it's coffee break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this Friday, you get your garbage eggs. Mm-hmm. And that's my intro. It's gonna, it's gonna be a good one. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> it has to do with Magical Girl May. Woo! Yay! You enjoyed it? I did. I think you guys will enjoy it, but it's, it's not like I did it. It's different. I, I It's all very different. I had different... I, I It wasn't what I expected it was going to be. <laughs> but I was in charge, and yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. I had fun with it. I like my Choco Kitty statement. Yeah. I thought about that today. You gotta watch the video to, to know what, is, what Choco Kitty is in reference to. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna do this again. It's talking about candy. Yep, you have a name for it now. I have a name for this segment. We don't have uh, a card to say anything, but it's called Crunch Time. Yeah. And this week, we are talking about Starburst. Woo. The candy, also known and originally known as Opal Fruits. Opal fruits. Yep. Opal fruits. I told you it's European. The fruit. It's British, actually. Opal. Opal's a specific gem. None of the colors of the candies is the color of an opal. <laughs> Don't ask me. Uh, okay. Crazies. How, okay, before you dive into the facts, just as like a candy, how much do you like Starburst? A lot. Yeah. Hmm? I, I think they're fine. I think uh, they're a pain in the ass to get into. Because you have to unwrap yeah, each one. Each individual little and wrapper. They, I don't have nails. I bite my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even bite my nails. I just bite my fingers. <laughs> and, <laughs> you just have like these bloody nubs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so opening things like that is kind of a pain to me. Mm-hmm. And you get all this trash by the end of it. Yep. <laughs> and not every flavor is equal. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, lemon sucks. Yellow, yes, is the worst one. Pink, Orange sucks. Pink is up there, and you is always the one you have the least of. So the thing about pink is the most liked one. Yeah. I love pink. Mm-hmm. It is the best. Well, second best. They're a real best one, if you want to ask me. And you gotta go out of your way to get it. Is uh, dragon fruit. Yeah, which one's that? That's the purple one? It's blue. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah. deep blue. They're, it's usually just the warm colors of orange, red, yellow, and pink. But yep. you can find the others. Very, mm-hmm. most, usually during Halloween is where you'll find them. Uh, they have them out and about. Yeah. Not as easy to find, though. I almost did airheads for this one. Yeah? Yep, but I decided to save that. Nice. Okay, this was introduced, this candy starburst was introduced by Mars in the UK, United Kingdom, in... 1960. Not as, you know, it's younger than I expected. Uh, a guy named Peter Pfeiffer, which is not his real name, <laughs> uh, won the competition. I don't know what this competition is. I, I went looking and I couldn't find much. Maybe they have like a... He won five pounds. Wow. Which is five bucks. Booming. <laughs> maybe they had a candy making competition. They, maybe. That'd be fun. So. That would be fun. <laughs> so, uh... Their, their four original flavors were strawberry, lemon, orange, and lime. Lime, lime is actually green. Mm-hmm. Lime is a, a, a candy flavor that everyone has dabbled. Like we were talking about it last week with Jolly Rancher. It's in there. People's dabbled with it. And it's like, but why? <laughs> yeah, Jolly Rancher's green is apple. Yeah. And 
They used to have that lemon. I talked about the lemon. Mm-hmm. And you can find, like, bags of just lemon. It's weird, because lime tastes basically exactly the same as lemon. What the fuck did you just say? They're so similar. No, they're not. They're similar. No, they're not. They're very similar. I am a citrus connoisseur. Oh, yeah, you're, like, munching on lemons. <laughs> I eat lemons raw. Mm-hmm. I'll eat grapefruits raw. Occasionally, I'll get my hands on a lime, but I like a little bit of lime juice in my drink. Yeah. Whether it's water or alcoholic or not. I mean, just a little lime juice. Splash it on some fish or lemon, but they taste very different. I guess. The best citrus is lemon. No, orange. Ruby grapefruit. Orange sucks. Grapefruit sucks. Also, cuties suck. Tangerines suck. I hate all the orange wannabes. You're incorrect. (laughs) Uh, Ruby grapefruits and then kumquats. Kumquats, yeah. Kumquats are good. I will give you that. I do like them. Um, My favorite memory about kumquats is I was working as a cashier, and when you're doing, like, when you do fruits and stuff, they had, like, a list of things in the computer, and it was alphabetized. Mm -hmm. And there was a new person, and they're like, can you help me? I can't find this. I don't know what this is. And I'm like, it's a kumquat. And I see them staring at the C section, and I'm like... It starts with a K, and they're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a more tropical fruit, kind of harder to find. Um, Back to Starburst, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were introduced in the United States in 1967 as M&M's Fruit Chewies. M&M's Fruit Chewies. Mars owns M&M's. Makes sense. Okay. And then they would later call them Starburst. People aren't too sure where this name comes from, but the reason why is that when you eat one, there's a burst of flavor in your mouth. Yeah. Now, what about the star aspect? Well, star bursts are real things. Maybe they just picked something cool that had a burst in it. No, the burst is a flare. Well, yeah, but like... So the, the star part comes from the space race. Oh. Because everyone was looking to the skies. True. And that's why we have Buzz Lightyear and Starburst. That's also why we got like moon pies and all these. Yep. That's why they have (laughs) space themes. Because there's a space race. It's all marketing. It's all patriotism. (laughs) Uh, The originals were the same except for they changed the lime flavor to cherry, which we still have today. Yes. Uh, A a good choice, I would say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um... Eventually, the lemon and lime would be combined. Mm, limon. And, yeah, basically, limon. <laughs> and then, uh, that was to make room for black currant. Black currant? What is that? That's, that's a fruit. That sounds like an enemy in, like, a, in like a Power Rangers. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten one. Uh, let's see what they look like really quick. Yeah. They Ooh. look like grapes. They look like berries. Like, yeah. like blueberries. They're edible berries. Well, g- great. Just the, the, the flavor all the kids are jonesing for. <laughs> they're rich in vitamin C. Okay. Nice. They, they're used in preservatives. Cool. Um, Eventually, they got rid of Opal Fruits, the name. Yeah. In order to just standardize everything worldwide. As just Starburst. Okay? Nice. Cool. Occasionally in Europe, and especially the UK, they will bring back uh, special little 
like tubes. Like classic packs? Yep, and they will have the original flavors in it. That's cute. That's fun. I think that's nifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they've had many different things, different flavors, and the, the weird part is that they... In 2008, Mars acquired Quigley. Mm-hmm. Wrigley, sorry. Wrigley. Yeah, Quigley's we... a guy who went under. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the two people that's going to know that <laughs> reference. <laughs> that's a movie. Um, Wrigley makes gum. Yep, we yep. all know them for Wrigley gum. They had really good commercials back in the day. I guess. Very catchy. Very fun. Uh, and then because they took over that, they decided to break it away from Mars and just have Wrigley make them. Mm-hmm. Because Mars focuses on chocolate. Makes sense. And then all non-chocolate goes to Wrigley. Because like, Wrigley's also good with the fruit things. Because of the gum stuff. Yep. And if you live in New Zealand or Australia, you don't have Starburst anymore. Why not? I don't know. That's mean. That sucks. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> we have their original 1970s jangle. Wow. The tagline, are you ready? Yep, yep. Opal fruits make your mouth water. Ooh, awful. Here's the jangle. <laughs> Opal fruits make your mouth water, fresh with the tang of citrus. Four refreshing, refreshing fruit flavors. Orange, lemon, strawberry, lime. Opal fruits make your mouth water made to make your mouth water yep that's terrible that, that, that <laughs> and yeah so there you go starburst <laughs> really known as opal fruits fascinating opal fruits sounds like a fun thing but not like a starburst <laughs> yeah it doesn't have that same feeling no even though they're the same thing mm. well that's fun yeah nifty little one yeah cool didn't <laughs> know it was a british thing Okay, this week's news. Yeah, what's, here we go. What's going on in the world? Uh, well, in the entertainment industry, we've got the strike. Yes, that started um on the fifth, I think it was fifth or sixth of this month. Yeah. Okay. Just a few days ago. Yep. All uh, late night shows are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means no more John Oliver. You might hear that production is being halted for certain things, like yep. um, Daredevil got announced. It's being delayed. Um, Yellow yeah. Jacket season three isn't being written. Severance season two is not being filmed. Uh, Blade has also been affected by this again. Blade is this film again. This movie's never gonna get made. <laughs> and of course, my favorite thing to bring up when I talk about the news in the entertainment industry huh. is the continuous flailing. Of the Rings of Power. Mm, I don't know how, but they have made it back in my story once again. The cursed. The cursed season. We can't seem to go one week without talking about this Without something going horribly awry. (laughs) I was thinking about it and I was like, the first season's not good enough to cost that much money. No. Yet alone have the second season have this many production issues. Yes. (laughs) We went went from, we left New Zealand. Mm Mm-hmm. To go only film in, in uh, Britain. A completely different place. And guess guess where they're filming it next where? to. Where? And with their their studios, right? Yeah. Fucking. Oh wow! I can't even remember it. Game of Thrones, the prequel. Oh. 
Damn. House of the Dragon, yeah. That's They're right next to House of the Dragon. Oh, God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's really embarrassing because <laughs> like they're competitors. Sitting, like when you're in there and you're making like a float for like a parade and you're like, this looks fine. And then you look over at the person who's like immediately next to you and their float is like a million times bigger and looks professional. It's yeah, like, you, oh, no. <laughs> you got like Buddy from Cake Boss building the float next to you and you're just like... Oh, it's got pyrotechnics and animatronics. And you look back at your cardboard that you scribbled on with marker. Yep. <laughs> I'm and, you, amazed. and then you turn and look at the dead horse that just died. Oh, I'm amazed the first season cost so much money mm -hmm. when it felt like it was all CG. 90% green screens and sets. Amazing to me. <laughs> that town that they built? Yeah, they built a Gladrio. town. I don't know why they built it. That, that town that Gladriel defends with the other elf. Mm -hmm. I forgot his name. But um, he's not... It's probably not even in the fucking books, to be honest. Probably. Because <laughs> he does have a relationship with a human. Yeah. And that's not normal. Yeah. Right? Am I right? It's just a weird... I don't know why... They don't need to build a whole town. Also, who could have tell that that guy was Sauron? He's the best looking guy in the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other guy literally looks like Aragorn. He does. <laughs> like, he's a dead ringer. You know exactly who you're talking about. Um, then we'd go on to not only are having those big open sets, they will film in a forest, but they lose horses. Mm -hmm. Horses actually die during training yep, for just, this. Just died out of nowhere. Um and then now they're going into a forest. I forgot the name of that forest, but it was last week's episode. Yeah, it was like... And it's King Charles III's forest, by the way. You can't do stuff. I don't know why they decided to start building shit in a forest without getting, like, building yeah, regulations. they're just building a whole fucking <laughs> castle, too. It's just like, what the hell? It's like, I, I see what your problem is. You're just building a bunch of things. You can, you know, you can, like, go to, like... There a are, place that's already built? There are castles. <laughs> It'd be cheaper. Yeah. So they go into this forest and they start trying to build sets in which the people in the forest are like, hey, uh, this is a very fragile ecosystem and you're destroying it. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> like, are monkeys in charge of this? B baboons? <laughs> Whole clowns? <laughs> we usually just call them Amazon employees, but mm. that was really hurtful. <laughs> and, um, and now and, the writer's strike. And now they have the writer's strike, but... At the time that I wrote this, they had 19 days left in production. Mm. It's less than that now. Yeah. Um, some of the actors are starting to do, like, interviews about it. We know Gladriel will meet uh, Durin's... Is that his name? Durin? Durin's wife. Cool. She will meet her. I would love it if it was a really good season. Like, it the first be. season had some rocky stuff, but it laid the groundwork. Now, theoretically, they, they could launch into bigger and better things from here right <laughs> hopefully uh here's the thing because of the strike the uh the showrunners were also writers on the series mm -hmm. and they're not allowed to finish off whatever they started <sighs> so they went off to go join the the picketing fence I wonder how long the and strike... so the non uh writers guild of america people uh -huh. are now taking in those places oh no so oh, no, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, it's gonna be some dark times ahead of us. Yes. I hope the strike doesn't last long. So they're talking about it lasting for a while. I know. Ugh. How long did it last last time? Like a week. Like a week? Mm -hmm. That was a while ago. It was a long while ago. 
Now, for better news, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which comes out this summer. Woo! Woohoo! Okay. Yep, yep. It will be two hours and 19 minutes long. How long was the first one? Not that long. Yeah. In fact, no major production company mm-hmm. has ever made an animated film this long. Damn. Setting records already. And I know it's going to make some more. <laughs> well, it's already got a part three. I would under- I totally understand it needing to be this long. Because we're introducing not only the concept of the Spider-Verse... Like being in, no being like inside of it and how it's gonna function, but also there's literally hundreds of spider mens and spider peoples we're gonna have to meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get it. I understand. I I want to see uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yeah. He's the one hunting Miles. I don't know any of the spider. I read you him. Yeah. He if. You Spider-Man fans are going to freak the fuck out on me, and I already know it. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I do remember that he's a scientist, and he wanted to create the powers of Peter Parker or somebody else wanted to, and he ended up getting zapped. So he's not bit by a spider. He's literally... He, like, injected it inside of him on accident? It's like a laser beam. Okay. Because it's 2099. There's it's all... the future. So many of his of, of Spider-Man's enemies are just very smart people who do one dumb thing. <laughs> yep. On that note, I watched the first Amazing Spider-Man over the weekend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it was good. I haven't. I I realized I never watched it before. I've seen the second one very, very long time ago. I mm-hmm. don't remember it. For the most part. But yeah, this first one, it was great. I, I was kind of bummed it wasn't on Disney+. Plus. Me too. I would have sat down to watch that one with you. Maybe it's on Amazon Prime or something. No, the first I'm one... I'm not buying it again. first one was fun. I enjoyed it. You know? It it's good. a weird one. It's, it's a weird take on Peter. It's the grimmest live-action Spider-Man, yep. I would say. It, it's a weird... It's body horror is how it does it. Both with Peter's abilities, but also with Connor, Connor becoming yep. the lizard. I think it was fun. I enjoyed it very very long <laughs> at the end there when it's like oh we're, we're gearing up towards the climax and i look and there's still like 40 minutes left and i'm like Ugh, okay <laughs> well you had to fight the lizard you had to do a lot like all these he had to get caught by stacy and then he had to get there and then he had to fight the lizard and then we had like seven different ending scenes <laughs> yep what did you think of emma stone as gwen I'm not a huge Emma Stone fan. Me either. She has, like, two emotions. Which that bitch is, is from Scottsdale, by the way. Is it? Wow. She has two emotions. Doesn't which she is, just reek of it now that you know that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's stern and smile. Those are her only emotions. Mm-hmm. And she does not have that charm that I would want from Gwen Stacy. She was fine. They also had no chemistry. Like, at all. Like, it's like, oh, she's pretty, and that's it. Nothing about her character. We don't talk about science or anything. We have no interests. Just, I think she's pretty, and she is endeared to me because I'm not like the other guys. (laughs) I guess. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man I would describe as autistic. Yeah, but I like that. Makes sense mm-hmm. for Peter. In fact, he has a cool scene where he's uh, bullying Flash, mm-hmm. Flash Thompson, yeah. with the basketball, and he holds the basketball out to Flash for Flash to take it. Yeah. 
and Peter's looking down and when Flash tries to grab the ball but can't, Peter looks up slowly at him making eye contact mm -hmm. and that was him showing there and to us that he's no longer scared and that he can prove his worth to the bully. I did like that he and Flash ended up becoming friends. Did you like end. what Flash was wearing at the end? Yeah, big old Spider-Man t-shirt. <laughs> it was cool. I did I did enjoy that. Well, one of the things that I loved about that is he's like, nice shirt. And he's like, yeah, this guy, the chicks dig him. <laughs> you know? And that was the funny thing. I was thinking about that. And I was like, that is the funniest fucking thing that they never really put into these movies. Is that... Everybody loves Spider-Man. And no one likes Peter. <laughs> and the only time they did that properly mm -hmm. wasn't even proper, and it was No Way Home. Mm -hmm. And that was just his problem at the beginning. Yeah, and it very quickly just, like, goes away. Well, once you bring in a wizard in magic, I'm sure you could just wipe away everything, right? I, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> Instead, they make a bigger problem. And, um... Especially hot off the hills of rewatching No Way Home somewhat recently. It was a very refreshing take on Spider-Man, seeing Andrew Garfield in, in this rendition. Mm -hmm. I liked how him as Spider-Man was completely different. He didn't need to, like, try to put on airs. Like, once he was in his costume, he's, like, making, like, he's wisecracking, making jokes, he's confident, he's talking a lot. Just, like, you would never know it's that shy, shuffly, hiding-in-his-jacket kid. Yep. Peter Parker. <laughs> he also likes to be more of a prankster. Yes. I really like the duality of the two. Yep. The, the only thing is when he's Spider-Man, what Andrew Garfield would end up doing was studying the movement of spiders. So when you see him in his costume, I think it's when he's on the wall mm -hmm. for the first time and he's looking at his opponents. He does like a head thing with Yeah, he, he, he's crouched and he starts moving his head weird and that's him trying to replicate a spider i did like it i appreciate it more um when he he's trying to like get a picture of uh the lizard mm -hmm. and so he makes like a big old web yep. to, to like catch him and yeah him like following the vibrating threads i was like i see this is that spider thing yep so cool <laughs> he's very much a spider mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and yeah you ca caught on to a theme he has no friends yeah he, he really this, doesn't <laughs> of all peter parker's Toby had uh, James Franco, which probably not a good friend to have, and <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> he also his like one teacher, the one who was going Connors. No, it was Connors. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was his like a, a, he confided in him often across all three of his films. Yep. Um, and then uh, Tom Holland. Obviously Tom Holland has, has Zendaya and Ned. <laughs> Ned. But yeah, Andrew Garfield, like he talks to Gwen Stacy, and he talks to Flash at the end, but for the most part, the only people he really has conversations with is his aunt and uncle and Connors. So just yep. a bunch of older people, completely out of his age range. <laughs> and I thought that was cool that he picked up on that, that mm -hmm. he's supposed to be a loner in this uh, rendition of the story, and when Lizard has him almost dead to rights, yeah, Lizard like, goes, you have no mom, you have no dad, you have no uncle, yeah. you're all alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good themes. I also, I liked um, how... They showed him getting beat up more, which sounds... That it's sounds, very bloody, isn't it? Yeah, but like uh, when he's first figuring out the Spider-Man thing and he's going out hunting down muggers and stuff, basically, he comes home and Aunt May is up and he's like, you don't need to stay up. And they're obviously both frustrated. And she's like, take off the hood and look at me. And he turns around and he's got like a bunch of bruises all over his face. And I was like, oh, he would 
be. He would be all yeah. beaten up. <laughs> the next day, he would be just normal again. Yeah, but still. It was a nice touch that we don't see much with the others. Mm -hmm. Injuries tend to be very minor. <laughs> like, oh, you're a, like a, a cut on your cheek that's enough to display that you're injured, but we don't want to ruin your pretty, pretty face. <laughs> Do you understand why when In No Way Home, Ned opens up that portal into the alleyway mm -hmm. and you see andrew garfield spider-man yeah why he's so menacing he is he is scary because he is a predator and he's hunting in the night uh so in no way home they're like connor's is dead they, these guys all die and at the end of this movie uh no he didn't he went to jail he was he was alive and well yep <laughs> so i think they explain that it's some alternate universe where he didn't get to live type deal somewhere <laughs> maybe but yeah interesting choice but they also also back to andrew garfield mm -hmm. and that one scene in no way home when he, he's fine with ned and zendaya yeah right he's just talking to them he doesn't really know who they are mm -hmm. but when toby comes through yeah, yeah, yeah he instantly attacks him i like it i, I if i was to rewatch no way home again I think I would just fast forward past everything and get just, right to when the other spiders show up. That's literally, I just love the villains. Yeah. Doctor Strange and the other Spider-Man. I give zero fucks about Tom Holland and his friends. I know. I, I, I know. And because, they get, they're kind of annoying in this one. I, I pointed this out to you earlier. Tobey Maguire's trilogy of Spider-Man mm -hmm. and The Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. I saw all five of these in theaters. Did not see a single fucking Tom Holland one. Yeah. And that's, that's to prove a point. And, like, I feel like, especially in, in No Way Home, Zendaya and Ned... Are pointless. They just sit there and just babble over each other. Like, mm -hmm. they're, I guess they're improving, and I guess it's comedy. Well, go Scooby-Doo this shit. Well, they just, they just, like, chatter over each other throughout the whole thing. And it's like, just stop. If you're gonna be here, have something meaningful to say. <laughs> But no, whatever. So, you got to see Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man mm -hmm. a little more. You got to understand him better. Uh, my favorite part of No Way Home is an Andrew Garfield moment. And it's when he saves uh, MJ from falling. Because he does the thing he was trying to do with Gwen Stacy, but he does it properly this time. Yep. And you can just see it in his face. He's like, oh my god, I did it. <laughs> well, it's something he talks about when they're in the lab. Mm -hmm. That he messed up and he's alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, that motif shows up. He's a loner. He's not like the other Spideys. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Uh, here's some good news about the One Piece live-action anime show coming out on Netflix soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oda, the creator of One Piece, mm -hmm. said they cannot release it until I okay it. Which is good. And, I'd say good. <laughs> uh, I was reading about this. He has made sure that no one else can ever adapt his work. Nice. And he worked out this deal with Netflix back in 2016. So this has been long in the works. Everything we've seen so far looks amazing. You know what's weird? I was looking at the cast and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yes. Adapting these crazy fucking pirates... Yeah. <laughs> these fruity pirates it's gonna, into gonna be literally hard. fruity pirates <laughs> into this crazy world that Oda has drawn where people are all shapes and sizes and mm -hmm. boobs are just larger than ever. Yeah. Your waist is like literally a pencil. <laughs> yep. uh, you, you're going to have some weird actors, but what I saw was we are going to jump through story arcs really fucking fast. Well, I think I, 
That's the, that's the conundrum with One Piece, is that, like, it's so long. <laughs> it is. But I was just like, why don't we just tell an original story, you know? Why are we going back to Don Romance? I don't know. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. We saw it. I'm in love with it. I knew you would be. I want it. I want to watch it now. Dune Part 2. Yep. Trailer came out. It looks like Dune Part 2. It looks like exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> God, it looks so good. I know you really liked Dune. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. It was neat. Creative. I, I want to learn more about the bad guys. They're fucking weird. They were very underdeveloped, I would say. Mm-hmm. Then there's a reason. They're going to be really well-developed here. Nice. And we saw that one guy. He looks like he belongs in Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, Ashton Butler, who just played Elvis in Elvis. Wow. Okay. Uh, He... Is an assassin. Ooh. And he'll come out to kill Paul Atreides. An assassin. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he finally learns to ride his worm. I and wonder... he raises an army to go fight these assholes. I wonder how long this one will be. <laughs> it better be four and a half hours long. It's gonna be so long. <laughs> you remember how awesome that scene when we first saw it? Where they get into those dragonfly ships and they go up into the sky, which are basically like their helicopters, right? Mm-hmm. And they're checking out the giant machines that are out there harvesting the spice. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do. That was so cool. I, that I, was just like, that's all I wanted Star Wars to ever be. Just, was just show me cool sci-fi shit. Really neat world building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like, when I found out from Next Generation that the Enterprise... Mm-hmm. Oh, that the saucer and the... The actual jets and the body itself can... Detach? Because one is the housing units. Yep. And, and the one is like the battle units. Yeah, and the saucer can take off and they can leave behind their crew to go battle in other fights without damaging the crew and the rest of the ship. Because mm -hmm, they have like a bunch of like civilians on. It was a it's, whole thing. <laughs> the, the more I learn about the Enterprise, the more I'm just like, it's a war machine. Well, yeah. <laughs> Every, that, that, what is it, Prime Directive? The Prime Directive, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everything that tells them that they need to use the Prime Directive is quite the opposite about the actual ship itself. The and ship could destroy worlds if it wanted to. And it's fascinating because they mention it a lot, especially in Season 1, where they show up at this place, a conundrum happens, and the people they're talking to are like, if you wanted to, you could just kill us all. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yes. It was such a good episode. <laughs> I still think about it, I'm just like... Damn, what do you really do in that situation? They want to kill one of the children of your crew mm -hmm. for doing a simple mistake, a childish mistake. But that's the thing. It, it, it's a very good, like, conundrum to have. <laughs> lasers versus needles. I mean, I think lasers win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dune Part 2, super excited. I still need to read the book. Yeah, I, uh, get, I got it for you. I know, and I still haven't read it. It's, it looks it's really nice sitting on the shelf. <laughs> two years. <yep. laughs> okay, there was something we watched a few weeks ago that I forgot to add into the last podcast. Oh! And there's a reason why I forgot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you watched half of it. Yeah. I sat in the room with it the whole time. <laughs> and... It's called Quasi. It's from the same folks who did Beer Fest 
and... Super Troopers. Super Troopers, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are called the Broken Lizard Group. That is their name. Um, I just listened to an, uh, a whole uh, podcast Yeah. with them. Cool. Talking to one of my favorite comedians, Andrew Santino. Nice. And uh, they were talking about the movie. That's why I went out to go find it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I do love Beer Fest. Beer Fest is still fucking funny. I do think Beer Fest is funny. Uh, There's some jokes. Man, it's landfill. <laughs> dude, it's the landfill. Can we just call you landfill? Yeah, it's like you never even died. Yes, yeah, like you never died. <laughs> It'll be an honor, guys. <laughs> So dumb. Or the 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 ping pong joke yeah, yeah. with Barry. I've been shitting pancakes ever since. <laughs> Just, it, it's a raunchy uh, stoner film, basically. Yeah, they do a lot of like stoner film type deals. Yep. Uh, uh, this one, okay, despite being called Quasi and having their main character be named Quasimodo and being a hunchback, absolutely nothing else has anything to do with the story of the Hunchback of Notre Dame in any way. I don't know the real story, to be honest. I don't know if Esmeralda's in it. Uh, I think so. I don't know I if don't the gargoyles are in it. Th- they're definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, the, the original story is essentially what Disney did. Disney changed things here and there, as mm-hmm. they always do. But yeah, um, yeah, this one's just about a hunchbacked man named Quasi who works as like a torturer. Yep. And gets, like, the opportunity to meet both the Pope and the King, and they want to kill the other one, and he gets stuck in the middle of it. And then they find out that he's secretly the the King. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a comedy, but the thing is, it's not good. It's really not. It's not funny. I think there was one joke that made me laugh, and I can't even remember what it was. I do remember what it was. What it was, was it? It was just such a subtle thing, too. So they had this one guy who was volunteering to test out the, the stretcher, like the stretching Oh, and because he rack. grew taller? And he just grew taller over, because they kept stretching him. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they didn't, like, expressly say that, but it was just a thing that happened, and I thought that was funny. Did you see what happened to him at the end? Yeah, he did. He did get shot, and that was another part of the funny joke. Was that they shot an arrow? They're like shoot an arrow over their heads, and they shoot, and he like stands up, and he gets hit in the neck. Yep. And it's like I told you to shoot over their heads, and he, the other guy goes, "There's no way we could have known that guy was gonna be that tall." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the movie's not funny. It's gross it's lame it's boring stupid it's too long oh my god it took like fucking 40 minutes for them to start the plot (laughs) but yeah uh the whole broken lizard groups in there Mm -hmm. well much of them play multiple parts everyone plays multiple parts everyone yeah okay that was weird it was weird (laughs) and i learned a weird thing listening to their podcast about them hmm that they are actually really good friends with Brian Cox of Succession. Weird. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I know. You would not think that Brian Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian Cox has been in Super Troopers. I think he's their boss. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's in Beer Fest. Maybe like a cameo somewhere? Maybe. But he does do things with them. Mm-hmm. And they need a narrator for Quasi. And so they tried to call him, couldn't get a hold of him. Damn. So they told his agency, or they called his agency first, and 
They're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, they sent Brian an email, right? <laughs> he just went up to his agency and he was like, what are you doing? Well, why, why are you why, ignoring these why guys? Why didn't you tell me my buds? <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, we thought you didn't care. We thought it was a joke. And he's like, no, whatever they want, I will do it for them. Yeah. And so, yeah, he went to this recording booth, did the narrations, and that McDonald's uh, yeah. commercial. Yeah. The really creepy one. The... He has such a, like, Yep. That's him. That's, it's, it is weird. <laughs> it's a weird decision all around. I wonder how many times I've seen that guy before I, like, saw him in succession. Yeah. Because he is an older actor. Probably a lot. I bet he looks totally different when he was younger. Probably. So, Barry. And in this episode, Barry, the title character. Hold on. We are not fully caught up. We're not? Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> there was another episode yesterday. Yep. The, uh, the second to latest episode. Yep. So, we will not talk about Yellow Jacket's new episode and Barry's new episode, but we are talking about last, last week's Barry's new episode. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He wasn't. He was barely in it. He showed up at the very end, and it was cool because he escaped prison. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is, it shows you the people that could theoretically be the first one Barry would target after and, escaping prison. And you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. Hmm. If your show cuts out the titular character mm-hmm. and is still fucking interesting, yes. You have gold. Yes. And it was interesting. It was so interesting. He's... Everything about NoHo Hank. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you no. notice? Did you notice? I just put the phone down. It just made me so sad. <laughs> I, I was like, I need to know what this story is. And it's a good one. It is. Everyone's acting is above and beyond this season. Yep. Sally is even <laughs> tolerable. <laughs> I usually hate her. <laughs> I, I like the dialogue. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is simple. Yes. You don't need complex dialogue like Succession. Succession's dialogue is really hard. Some of those things go over my head and I have to come back to them. It can be tough. I watched the... You watched the two latest episodes of Succession? Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't really watched it. But yeah, I was in the room with you playing uh, Smash Bros. Yep. And yeah, I just like seeing those latest two episodes. I'm like, woof. Ooh, it's like a mental workout. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a different type of drama. Um, Barry, on the other hand, it's acting mm-hmm. and cinematography. Yes. And this thing is lit. God, when he comes out of the shadows at the end, it's legitimately terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, my heart like started racing because of just how scary it was. <laughs> the way he comes out, yep. It's so interesting. Uh, when uh, Why did the audio do that? That's weird. Uh, sometimes the audio just does oh. things. <laughs> oh, and it's moving. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> um, that bump was me. The There's a scene where Noho Hank's boyfriend, yeah. lover. Cristobal. Crystal ball falls into like a sand pit. God. And as he's falling into the sand pit, the camera tracks down into the sand with him and it's just darkness. Yeah. And everything's muffled because you're under sand. Uh-huh. And then Hank manages to dig him out just in and time. And the next shot, sunlight. Yeah. So you went from utter darkness to just bright. It's so smart. They want every award. They want every single fucking award. <laughs> this, this is the final season, and it's going to go out with a bang. I'm, like, scared. I'm nervous. You think Barry dies? 
I think he. I think he'll die. I, I think can't, he wins the whole thing. I can't imagine a win scenario for him. Here's, I don't think he'd be happy. Here's <laughs> the thing. I don't think. Bran. Bran from Game of Thrones. Oh. Was yeah. that his name, Bran? Yeah, Bron. Bron. Bran. Bran the Broken. Yeah, Bran the Broken. Yeah. Was the one who actually won the whole thing. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's way too late, guys. It's They're already making a new, new prequel. It's okay? been years. Which also, <laughs> the, the Hedge Knight, which is a new prequel yeah. for Max, because eventually they'll change shit to just Max. Yeah. That also is being delayed back because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Understandable. But I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested in this. Like Max entirely is yeah, being just, delayed? Well, the series of the Hedge Knight. Okay. Okay. Understandable. Uh, it's like the... I'm not going to get it right. <laughs> I, it's something... The something and the egg, the hedge knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, animal control. Yeah. we The final episode came out, finally. That... <sighs> it got good right it at did. the end. And it, you know what? I feel the same way about that show that I feel about Fletch. I feel like it's better than Fletch. Like, I by a like, long shot. <laughs> I like Fletch's characters way more. Um, I think Fletch's characters are more interesting. The way that they worked so hard with Fletch mm-hmm. and to change the character Shrub. Yes. That second season, he's not nearly as annoying as he was in the first season. Nah. Once again, the first season is usually like the growing pains. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they take off and it's way better and the second season came like six months after the first season which was not really normal it was weird (laughs) and they're both like over 20 episodes long Mm -hmm. but yes animal control finds its ground it finds its heart it knows where it's at and where it left us Mm -hmm. it's like we don't have to repeat season one lots of potential for season two if they do it right we don't have to repeat shit from season one i would say if you're going to watch animal control and you haven't checked it out yet the first, I would say, half, first, like, five to six episodes, it's going to be a bit of a slog, I will say. Yep. A yeah. lot of... Basically, what you're going to be watching is them trying to understand how this show is going to work. The timing's, like, weird. Like, there's too many pauses. Yep. Um, you, you won't fully understand Joe McHale's character or his beef with the other guy. Mm-hmm. Sh- uh, Shred. Not Shred. Which other guy? Shred's his partner. Uh, the older guy who used to be part of the frat fraternity. In fact, oh. I would say that might be the episode. Yeah. The dive. fraternity with the cow. Yeah, dive into that episode. You can just skip the first few. You're no, 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 no. Get introduced to everyone. Ah. But once you get to that episode, <laughs> you're going to be laughing your ass off. That is one thing to pick up, I will say. <laughs> So yeah, it takes, also, it's going to be very distracting, especially in the first few episodes, how fake all the animals are. <laughs> Some after, of them have to be fake. After a while, they kind of, like, like figured it out, like, figured out a way to film it so, like, it doesn't look obviously fake. But the first few episodes, yes, those are just dolls. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> there, there is, in one of the earlier episodes, a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. And when you see the, the, the over-the-shoulder shots of the kangaroo, it's obviously a puppet. Mm-hmm. But there is an actual kangaroo there. Yeah. And one of the things that they're told, despite being animal control, but they're in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to find kangaroos there. Yet they do. Uh, I didn't know this. Do you know how you capture a kangaroo? How? So 
like a snake, right? Or example, a snake. Mm-hmm. How do you capture a snake? Uh, you grab it by its head? Yes, you grab right behind where its jaw is, and this prevents it from biting you, mm-hmm. which whether it's venomous or not, you still don't want those fucking things biting you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it can wrap around you as much as it wants, but as long as you have control of its head, it can't actually do the death coil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And not many sma- snakes that you're going to be dealing with are going to actually kill you. Yeah, true. The way you capture a kangaroo is not that way. How? You Gra- grab it by its tail. Ooh, I get, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. You throw off all its balance by grabbing its tail. Big crazy whomper. Have you, have you ever seen that video of, there's a kangaroo in Australia, of words that usually are. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where kangaroos are, but starbursts aren't, in Australia. <laughs> and, and that one guy, Quigley. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> kangaroos, starbursts, and Quigley. <laughs> there's a kangaroo, and it just attacked like a farmer's dog. Yeah. And the kangaroo actually has the dog in a headlock. They are... And Vicious. It's, yes, and it's trying to kill the dog. Uh-huh. The farmer runs up to the kangaroo, and he just punches it square right in the face. Nice. Just yes. pop. <laughs> kangaroo just looks at him. Oh, oh. Lets the dog go and just walks away. Damn. <laughs> it's like, that's terrifying. Wow. That's how you have to fight. You have to go up you and physically hit it. Fist fight. I always, something I always hated also they're scarier than your dog they are very scary they're they're mean they got a lot of muscle in there they got claws yes they got all sorts of shit something i always hated because i actually as a kid loved kangaroos that was like my go-to wacky animal that kids are always obsessed with at least one wacky animal mine was kangaroo i always hated in old old school episodes of tom and jerry there was like an episode where there was a kangaroo on the loose, and it looked like a really big mouse. And so Tom was, you know, Jerry got him, the kangaroo, to work with him, and, like, the mouse was so big now. And I always hated it, because kangaroos don't fucking look anything like mice. And I don't know who lied. (laughs) I could see it in the face. But no, those ears are more like bunny ears. None of its body says mouse at all. And I always hated it, that it wasn't realistic enough. <laughs> I think it's creepy that they get on all fours. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's creepy that they, like, birth out these tiny little lima beans of undeveloped goo. And the undeveloped goo has to crawl, like, a Mordor-esque journey across its mother to get into the pouch. That's crazy. <laughs> and they're tiny little dudes, too. Yeah. Little preemie babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really cute, though. Okay, and Succession, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Succession is the new Game of Thrones. I don't care. I think a lot of people will be going, like, go back and watch all of Succession once it's over. I think there will be a new resurgence of it. See if you might have missed something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, where I'm at right now, I cannot agree with... Uh, <laughs> a lot of their Roman, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what's his name? Duh. Why can't I remember? Uh, I literally said our neighbor looks like him. Uh, he does. <laughs> he, 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 Jeremy Jeremy Strong's the actor. He does a great job playing him. I have a theory about Succession. I think at the end the company is just gonna fucking tank, and they'll have to just go bankrupt, and that'll be the end of it. It'll all just fall to ruin under their hands. 
And then Warner Brothers comes in and buys them, but they can't. I was going to say, um, the sister. What's her name? Siobhan. Siobhan. She's going to, like, have her own startup thing. And she will have some sort of success, but the others are just going to be like, wait, there's something left. It was all for nothing at the end. In the moment he, he gave it to us, it was over. An already failing company, and we did nothing to help it. <laughs> it's a good idea. Do you remember a show called Halt and Catch Fire? I do. Now, that was a very similar show, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, less business talk and more tech talk. Yeah, they were making a video game, weren't they? Well, at first, they wanted to create one killer app. Mm-hmm. That was the whole idea. Yeah. An application for a computer. Yeah. The programmer eventually left them, and in the second season, she built something called Mutiny. Which was a video game. Which is an online video game thing. The aesthetics of this fake video game is everything to me. I loved it. I loved loved seeing Mutiny. Mutiny. (laughs) Um, But you see how much time it took? It took like three seasons to get that whole story of Mutiny. Yeah. And there is a fourth season. Yeah. We don't have time for Siobhan to do something like that. If we're going to have that same impact. True. I don't know where it could go from here, though. I think nobody wins it, to be honest. I think it... I I think, yes, it goes the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like uh, nepotism doesn't make for very good uh, owners of companies. If you just have the dude's shitty, spoiled kids take over... It doesn't mean they actually know what they're doing. <laughs> so I thought about that. Nepo babies, right? Mm-hmm. Big problem. I'm dealing with them now. Um, <laughs> the thing I thought about was, let's look at the greatest business empire ever built. Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come find me if you've got a better one. If you're going to say Mickey D's, I'd say that second. Maybe. But, but both mm-hmm. have very similar stories. Where there is a guy or guys... Whether it's the McDonald Brothers or Walt Disney himself. Yeah. They build this thing. Okay. And then somebody else comes in and Other takes it. people come and makes it actually what and it is. And now <laughs> when you look at them, right? Mm-hmm. The McDonald Brothers and uh, uh, Walt Disney yeah. are no longer part of this. No. Their families are no longer part of this. Yeah. This has grown to be bigger. The CEO of Disney right now is... Uh, Eisner? No, God no. What's his uh, why name? Why the fuck would they bring him back? I'm just, I can't, I'm trying to remember names. Bob Iger. Iger. I, getting pissy? Eisner and Iger are they close. Don't, dude, no, they are not. Name wise. Uh, not Name the, wise? Yes. No. Eisner, Iger, that's one, similar. One guy is way cooler well, and nicer and the, smarter. You're missing my point. The dudes are different. No shit. <laughs> I, I love Ray Kroc and everything he did for McDonald's. Everybody hates him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess he's a jerk or something. Yeah, he's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I look at Iger and I go, that's the guy I fucking love. You, if, you know why? He made some really crazy acquisitions back in uh, uh, 2012 but where if, he bought, I'm sorry, he bought Lucas yeah. <laughs> Films, which Star Wars. Big, booming, good choices. Indiana Jones, <laughs> yep. Willow, uh, Dark Crystal, yep. that's that's all there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Labyrinth. Yeah, so and like then Labyrinth. And <laughs> then in that same fell swoop. Right? Mm-hmm. He grabbed Marvel Studios. Yeah. And it is what it is today. But if Iger left, I and he was and like... And he will. And taking up is now my son. 
one of my children. I, I, I would be like, the fuck does he have? Like, what's his credentials? <laughs> see, Iger was, like I said, back in 2012, he was the CEO. Mm-hmm. His time had run, and they decided on someone called Bob Chappick. Now, this is very similar to Succession. I, I know, I'm getting into this business stuff, and it's getting business lore heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chap- Chappick's thing for Disney was he worked on the parks. He was all about the entertainment side of the parks. Yeah. So he wants to bring people to the parks. He has no real understanding of the movies, the television, the merchandising. (laughs) Which is telling, because the moment he was in charge, he was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to spend a lot of time and money on this Avatar, huge Pandora section of the parks. Yep. And everyone went, why? I don't want that. (laughs) And the craziest thing, when he takes over and he wants to do his park thing, Mm -hmm. Pandy Wandy. Yep. Right there. That's a... That's Little, a death. Yeah. <laughs> Tanked that's a, everything. That's a you're, death nail right there. You, oh, your thing is parks? No one's leaving their houses. <laughs> and because of that, he became a raging asshole, and mm-hmm. they decided, you're done. Yeah. They fired him, brought back Bob Iger. He's in a, I think, two-year contract? Yeah, it's going to be rather short. It's good, It's supposed to be short. He's only here to band-aid what Chappick fucked up. I don't know. The writer strike might change that. Maybe. And he's part of that contract of him coming back is that he will help them decide who the next CEO is to prevent anything from Chappick happening. Mm-hmm. Now, succession. Yeah. When the story begins, they are in a very similar pit mm-hmm. where the entertainment size side of Waystar. Remember, there's different companies in there. And I told you Waystar is the original one. Yeah. Had an entertainment side. Mm-hmm. And that was failing. And that's where Cousin Greg comes in. Ah. So. It's a big old web of things. Yeah, trying to figure out what Succession's really based off of. Uh, the closest that anyone's really gotten is Fox News. Mm-hmm. And they just had a huge lawsuit. Yeah. Where some reports are saying they got rid of Tucker Carlson. He's not there anymore. He's not there, but I didn't read that he got fired. That's not how I read that. I read that they decided to part ways they say that but it was very sudden he didn't have like a goodbye or anything nope it, no he he was obviously the fall man yeah so. and i don't want to talk Good about tucker riddance. on this we, we don't need to bring in all that bullshit <laughs> is it time it's box office trolls Woo. <sighs> unsurprisingly did you see I just filled 20 minutes talking about business? I knew you would. <laughs> and I didn't even talk about Walmart. We don't need to. Because <laughs> that. No. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, number one in the box office. Hold on. Let me let me just say this about Walmart. I don't want to talk about Walmart. <laughs> created by Sam Walton. Mm-hmm. Created Wal, Walton, Walmart, Mart, a place to go. Okay. He left it in charge to his children. Look at where it's going now. Shit. You don't do that. Don't ever fucking do that. (laughs) Okay, box office trolls. Box office trolls. (laughs) Okay. Unsurprisingly, number number one, one. Guardian of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Yeah! Woo! We're going to go see it tomorrow. Tomorrow. So we can't talk about it here, but I do know the story and I do know what happens. I'm just (laughs) excited to see the high evolutionary. Yeah. I'm excited that he's just an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. About time we get a true villain? It's been so long since Disney's been like avoiding real villains for so long. Well, they kind of busted their wad and 
They did. <laughs> I, I said that on purpose because Thanos. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's a big baddie. Mm-hmm. You yeah. spent ten years building up to this guy, mm-hmm. and people were like, "I don't know. I kind of agree with him." What? What are you talking about? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? I kind of agree with him. I get it. I do like the the small in universe thing that even after. Thanos is, is over. You'll see, like, graffiti somewhere. Like, every now and then, they'll be like, Thanos was right. Yep. Smart stuff. Interesting. <laughs> this will be our first time getting into Phase 5, because we never watched Ant-Man. And there uh, is yeah. no TV show. Yeah. Because they've held them all back, because apparently they're struggling with that. We already knew that. We, we knew that from the uh, animation and visual effects people bitching about it yeah having being like a horrible pay overworked yeah no time <laughs> uh number two the super mario brothers movie of 2023 finally not to be confused with the better version from the 90s <laughs> it's five weeks in and finally it's being knocked down from number one yep took long enough <laughs> uh evil dead rise nice number nice. three you talked to me about Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I want to watch them. And we are going to go over them. But not in this podcast. In the future. Yeah. I am hinting at something. Okay? Because it sounds like fun to me that somebody doesn't know what they are. I don't. <laughs> you came to me and asked me. And I thought that it was kind of cool. Yeah. You somehow found one of the right people to talk to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh, yeah, I was gonna look like into this, but I totally forgot. Isn't this on Hulu? I have no idea. Didn't I just see it there? Or I is have... this a remake? I have. I don't think it's a remake. Don't pop, he's making noises. <laughs> it used to be a book, and I read the book. So, I don't know if they ever made a movie. <laughs> okay. Love Again. Uh, that sounds like any run-of-the-mill... It's that one movie about the guy with the girl's phone. Yes. Or dead boyfriend's number. We talked about this at length last time. So <laughs> I see here it's made by Screen Gems. Once again, the fuckers who made the live action Resident Evils. Woo. <laughs> Maybe they'll nail romance better. Um, just fuck. Doubt it. <laughs> you're, you're given source material. You're given... Decades of source material, and you still fucking choke on it? Yeah. I don't know how. Just ignore it. Do your own story. <laughs> Number six, John Wick, chapter four, which I wanted to point out that I just saw a scene where yeah. he's fighting Jet Li, who's the bad guy. Nice. And they both have their pistols and katanas, and they're yes. fighting each other in close quarters. Dope. Cool. And I was like, see? Swords are better than guns. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. Down to number seven now. Now, because this one is considered a financial failure, yeah, it's still making money. Yeah. And they're still talking about it, which tells me it didn't make as much as they wanted it to, which I don't know how. You didn't have any precursor. You didn't do anything. This is your pop-up moment. Also, you picked fucking Chris Pine as your main character. What's wrong with that? Like, that's an expensive man to get. (laughs) What, like he's doing Star Trek right now? I guess. <laughs> uh, number eight, Air. Number nine, The Covenant. Number ten, Sisu. All right. Number eleven, George Foreman, the miraculous story of the <laughs> once and future heavyweight champion of the world. Number twelve, Ant-Man and Wasp. Actually seeing an increase. Wow, probably because people are like, well, it's not getting on 
stupid Disney Plus. So it guess... will be on Disney Plus later this month. Uh, Do we know that for Shirzies? Yes. Nice. For Shirzies. Um, number 13, The Pope's Exorcist. Number 14, Nefarious. And number 15, Bo is Beautiful. Okay. Nice. So, there we go. New releases. Not much happening this week. Nope. Nothing no one ever wants to talk about. Nope. Nothing interesting. Don't even know why they would care about those teardrops. Nope, nope. Or about the kingdom. And I think her name's Zoda? <laughs> I thought it was uh, Z- Zoe. There's definitely definitely not a, a beloved franchise. Pretty sure it's called The Story of Zoe, <laughs> Breathing Too Hard. <laughs> yep, Tears of the Kingdom drops this Friday, and that's going to be the only thing anyone talks about. <laughs> uh, 89 shrines, all four divine beasts, mm-hmm. master sword. You going to go beat Ganon? Uh, no. Going to go kick his I, ass? I'm going to do all the shrines, uh-huh. even the DLC. I don't have time to get all the outfits. I just don't have that time. Have fun. I want to finish the trial of the sword. Okay. So that my master sword's fully powered up. Yeah. And then I will go fight Ganon. Because I keep seeing pictures of him. Calamity Ganon. We fought him before. You've beaten this game before. I know. And you know what? (laughs) Every time I look at him, I go, I don't remember you. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot. (laughs) In fact, it took me like 20 minutes to realize what I'm actually looking at. And I'm still not too sure. Because mm-hmm. he has like a long neck. He's very amorphous. So he changes his appearance? He's like a cloud. <laughs> okay. So yeah, new Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm very excited. I already know what I'm going to spend most of my time doing. Yeah, running and around. <laughs> it's basically attaching motors and rockets to shit that I don't need. <laughs> we just put it on a tree. Yeah! <laughs> on a tree. <laughs> I was playing Breath of the Wild, like I said, I'm still playing it, uh, and I was climbing a mountain, and I was just like, God, it would be way fucking easier to just swim through you the mountain. You just swim through that. <laughs> I think that is the best quality of life improvement between the first and second one. Yep. Um, I'm excited for the new abilities. I want to see Ganon. I want to know what the story is. I know that the champions are back. New characters and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, this is it. Also, enjoy it. Uh, Zelda comes every five to six years. Yeah. If you're lucky. If I remember correctly, it took them years to make Twilight Princess. It took them a very long time. Oh my god. Because they also had to like wait for the Wii to drop. Because they wanted it to also be on the Wii. Because yep. it was going to just be on the GameCube. And like, oh well, this new console is coming out soon. Gotta make it work on that one too. <laughs> yeah. Breath of the Wild is good. <laughs> but not Zelda good. It's not my cup of tea. Personally. It's the best Skyrim I've ever played. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> okay. And the new movie for... Because we're now in the summer flagships of movies. Yep. Right? You guys should be getting out of school or those around you. It's the summer vacation. What time is it? Summer time. <laughs> time for vacation. Anyways. Nights of the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw some... High School Musical 2 at you. It's um, based off an anime. It is. Knights of the Zodiac. <laughs> Knights of the Zodiac. And I was looking at the trailer, and I was like, this looks like one of those weird Chinese American films. Love it. One of my favorites. <laughs> I don't know. Gotta I... be one of my favorite genders. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I I prefer it if it's just Chinese or American. I'm not a big fan of the mixture of between. I think it can be really weird. Not usually good, but definitely interesting. It, it, it comes out very, very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I watch these foreign films mixed with another country, I'm just like, you're all over the place. Like, I don't know what I'm actually watching. Mm-hmm. I, I watched one where Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger were fighting each other. And they're heavily marketed towards them. They're not even the main fucking characters. Oh, but I love all those words. <laughs> one sequence in this little set where they're in the prison. Cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger's the warden of the prison. <laughs> nice. And Jackie Chan is just some quiet warrior monk who's just in there. Hell yes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> that movie was a sequel. Nowhere in its title was two. <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> I looked it up and I was like, why don't I? Why can't I follow what's happening? <laughs> I don't get this. <laughs> so there you go. That was coffee break. That was a good one. <laughs> okay, you guys enjoy. Have a good week. See ya. Enjoy Bye-bye. Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> enjoy what you enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Bye.